Welcome to the From the STEM Up podcast. My name is Adriana, and here we spark youth connections in STEM fields. Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to our very first podcast episode for From the STEM Up. I am very excited to foster a community of youth in STEM, and I hope you are too. Today, we have a very special guest. She is an amazing and talented person. Welcome, Andrea. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fine. Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Okay, so my name is Andrea. I'm from Ontario, Canada. I am 16 years old, and I'm finishing my junior year in Kitchener Collegiate Institute, or KCI for short. I'm a part of KW Glee, and I'm also working towards my level 10 piano exam currently, which is kind of fun. I also paint a little bit, and I'm just really involved in the arts overall. But I'm also fully involved in STEM and all it has to offer. Wow, you're such a well-rounded person. I love it. Um, I know you're so talented in singing. Thank you. KW Glee, for those of you who don't know, is kind of like a a musical thing. Do you want to explain that a little bit more? Well, it's a show choir, so we sing and dance. It's really fun, actually. (laughs) Yeah, their performances are top-notch. If you're in the KW region, I totally recommend going there. especially after this like virus ends. Oh, totally. <laughs> now, on the topic of STEM, I just wanted to ask, what does STEM mean to you? To me, STEM means all sorts of stuff. Obviously, the first thing that comes to mind is science, tech, engineering, and math, but STEM is more than just these subjects to me. I think STEM is a whole community of people who are striving to learn more and better themselves. And there's so much opportunity in the STEM field. It's become such a huge part of my life now that I've started becoming more involved. Awesome. Okay, I love that. So I know you were involved in a high school competition called STEM Comp last year, which happened at KCI. Mm -hmm. Describe STEM Comp 2019, like what took place? So in 2019, I signed up at KCI to be a part of the social media and graphic design section of the organization team. There were many meetings during the week with the different sections meeting at different times so we could figure out the activities, the sponsors, publicity, and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. It was really chaotic and fast-paced because we only had a couple months to figure it all out. Mm -hmm. And I helped run the social media for some comp. I was also one of the event photographers, which was fun. And I also designed the logo for the competition, which is actually still being used today for the now province-wide STEM comp, which is actually really cool. Mm -hmm. So on the day of the event, teams from schools all around the region competed in various STEM challenges, and there were multiple awards given at the end based on speed and teamwork and stuff like that. Yeah, I really, really like STEM comp. Um, I participated last year. And it was super, super fun. Um, I remember there was just so much hands-on stuff. Um, Like, I noticed that when we're in class, we learn so much theoretical things, but we never really get the chance to do those hands-on learning. Um, Yeah. And I love it. It was a great experience, and I'm super excited for the STEM Comp 2020 this year that's happening 
like oh totally province-wide yeah even though it's online I think it's still gonna be a really great opportunity to kind of make connections this year definitely yeah yeah definitely and I love how it's available for anyone in Ontario so make sure to go on the stem comp website um yes please such a great opportunity all right so what really inspired you to help organize stem comp at your school So I've always loved science, and I was looking for more ways to get involved in STEM at my school, and I found out that KCI was running STEM comp that year, and I thought it was a great way to not only get involved in all that the academic side that STEM has to offer, but also get involved in a way that interested me with the graphic design and social media aspect. I think Mm -hmm. it proved itself to be a great way to combine the two worlds of design and science, which is really important now since STEM has recently turned into STEAM to incorporate the arts. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's been like a recent change in movements because I really think art and design plays a really big part in it really does step <laughs> like you can't really have a building without an architect uh totally. it's it's not just the engineer which is totally a really great mindset to have so yeah i definitely agree with the importance of design and media and i'm really really glad that you brought that up It's also a great way to get so many more people involved in STEM and all that it has to offer because it opens up so many more opportunities for people who are interested in so many different things. I totally agree. So how has this event developed your interest in STEM and your leadership skills? So I had heard about STEM comp before around mid-2017, but I had never really gotten involved because I didn't think it was for me. And then when I got the opportunity to take part in the organizational side, I think I realized how much I enjoyed working with people in the STEM Mm -hmm. field. And it was really great seeing everyone work together so easily and productively because everyone had such a strong passion for what we were doing. Um, There's a lot involved in making it possible, the event possible. And I think that the combined team effort, as well as the personal sacrifices that most of us gave up, is what helped me and many others develop some much-needed leadership skills. Yeah, I totally agree that teamwork is such a an important soft skill to have, because mm-hmm. when people think of leaders, they only think of like, yeah, there's one CEO and you can probably only lead your own initiatives. But I think that totally having a team and those connections is such an important aspect of running mm-hmm. these kinds of events. It takes a lot more to work with other people than it does to work by yourself and lead a lot of people. So I think that's where most of us benefited from that opportunity. Yeah, and you can achieve so much more with a a lot more perspectives and it's just so great to work as a team. I I totally recommend it for you guys if if you want to organize something like STEM comp to to gather your friends and even people you don't know because the more perspectives the better. Yeah. I agree. All right. So on the topic of like getting involved and starting your own initiatives, do you think it's important for high school students to get involved and why? I think it is very important for high school students to get involved in as many extracurriculars as possible. And I cannot stress that enough. I think that high school is a time where you're truly discovering all your interests and what you want to do after high school. The only way to find out 
what you like and who you get along with is by trying out different clubs and extracurriculars. I myself have made so many friends and connections by getting involved in the arts community as well as the STEM community in the high school. And I still have a whole year left. It feels like I barely have enough time to fit in everything that I want to try out. <laughs> and it's actually really cool because the other day I just joined the medical joy team as a graphic design and social media manager to try and get involved even more. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. Can you like explain medical joy? So medical joy is another competition type thing. It's the same same concept as STEM comp, except it's more focused on all things medicine. Mm -hmm. So I applied to be the graphic design and social media manager. And to my luck, I got the position and I'm super Yay. excited to get started. Yeah. Yeah. So do they have like an Instagram account or? They do have an Instagram account. Awesome. I'll definitely link that down below for you guys. You Perfect. can check that out. All right. Now let's hop onto the break. Hey guys, I found this really great website called dweebsglobal.org. So that is D-W-E-E-B-S global.org. It's an all-volunteer international movement that offers free mentorship and everything from career advice to mental health. So for example, I needed advice on how to make a resume. I could reach out to the mentors on the platform for free and they would look over my resume before maybe a job interview or a volunteer position. And they're looking for anything from students um, who are willing to work uh, with mentees or even write advice articles on their website so you can join their international community or even just use some of their services. So I definitely, um, definitely check out checking. So I definitely check. So I definitely recommend checking them. So I definitely recommend checking them out. Yo, it's Adriana popping in for the break. <laughs> Do you like this podcast and want to be part of an episode? Are you 18 and under and have something cool to share about STEM? Well, make sure to follow at SEMUP Podcast, which is at S-T-E-M-P-O-D-A-S-T. I almost didn't know how to spell podcast there, but <laughs> make sure to follow our Instagram and then sign up in the link in bio and we'll just roll from there. Now, let's move on to the next part of the episode. All right. I hope you enjoyed the break. For this next segment, I wanted to switch gears and discuss minorities in STEM. And I wanted to get your perspective on it, Andrea, because I feel like as girls in STEM, we can teach each other about our experiences yes. and challenges in the field and how we can overcome them. So have you ever experienced microaggressions or discrimination while participating in STEM classes or events because of your gender? And if not, what is the biggest challenge other women face in STEM? Personally, I haven't experienced much discrimination, and I'm very thankful for that. I think there have been some microaggressions, just because some people are still uncomfortable with the fact that young women have aspirations of going into the STEM field, which historically has been predominantly male. Mm -hmm. And I think over recent years, it's gotten better in terms of female representation in STEM. And I think in Canada, it's actually gotten up to 44% of women in the STEM field, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's getting there in terms of equality with men. Um, in terms of the biggest challenge that women face, I'd have to say it's 
the gender equality when it comes to pay. I think yeah. in most places around the world, there's still a significant difference between the amount that men and women in STEM fields are being paid. And I actually read somewhere that in the UK, only a couple years ago, the difference was up to 20%, which is ridiculous. So I think we yeah. have to work on that. No, I totally agree. Like, I actually don't understand why right now in 2020, even with all the things going on right now, the pay gap is something that should be pretty simple to equalize, in my opinion, because women may go on maternity leave, but I really think that shouldn't be a barrier that women should face. I think especially when it comes to the STEM field and both genders have gone through the extensive education process and Mm -hmm. all those years of training and learning and practicing that there really should not be a difference. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm happy that in Canada, 44% of women are choosing to pursue a STEM major. But even as we increase the ranks, like PhD and professors, that percentage gets smaller and the motivation by women in undergrad um, decreases and they and a a lot of them even drop out so I think the biggest challenge is just keeping them in STEM yeah I I agree inspiring them is great and they may be inspired but when they come to a class full of males I think it's a little bit uninspiring and it's a little bit intimidating to Mm -hmm. be one of the only women in that environment and I think that's what we really have to work on yeah I totally agree now as someone who might go in STEM what are your future career goals oh that's a big question so (laughs) I actually have thought about it quite a bit recently being in quarantine and having so much time to think about everything so as of right now I'm planning on going into health sciences after high school because that leaves many opportunities and then I think I'm gonna go into med school after that I'm still figuring out the mechanics of that plan but my dream Mm. is to become a doctor with a specialty in either obstetrics or in cardiology that sounds awesome what is obstetrics obstetrics is like an OBGYN basically so I'd be working with women which I think would Mm. be really empowering I'd also be helping deliver babies which would also be amazing (laughs) awesome I love that even though like we are both still in grade 11 I don't really know what I like I want to do I definitely Mm -hmm. probably want to pursue some sort of engineering but I honestly don't know which one there's so many options there are so many options (laughs) and they keep coming out with new ones like every year I don't know why totally I totally align with your uncertainties there but we still have like a summer to figure it out. So mm-hmm. I hope we do. For our listeners, how can people encourage younger girls and minorities to be more exposed and more interested in STEM? I think younger girls just need to be reminded that they don't always have to go into the more hospitality side of STEM just because they're nurturing by nature being women. Mm -hmm. Um, They can do whatever they want and they need to be reminded of that fact. We need to work on unlearning the stereotypes that come with STEM careers, that engineering and tech are typically men's interests and I think the way to do this is to increase female representation so that they have role models to look up to and also have girls 
exposed to more STEM involvement opportunities at a younger age because I started seeing these opportunities in a high school. Mm -hmm. And I think that if they were available to me um, at a younger age, maybe middle school or even younger than that as like fun activities, I would have gotten way more involved and had a lot more fun and made more connections a lot earlier. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I remember in primary school, I didn't really have so much exposure to STEM opportunities. Exactly. Um, <laughs> maybe at one point we would play Lego or Duplo, but I think if I were exposed to what an engineer really was, um, as opposed to just like Bob the Builder, exactly, um, I would be so much more like educated. And then in middle school, I'd probably foster a higher interest for that kind of thing because I kind of started going like I started being interested in the engineering field only in high school and that's probably just because of things like STEM comp and other things like that exactly because that's when we start introducing because we have science of course but in high school when it branches off into bio chem physics all that good stuff I think that's when you start to decide what you like but that's really only when you're like introduced to all these different opportunities mm-hmm. I think we should be introduced to all these opportunities when we're younger so that we figure out what we want to do earlier mm-hmm. and, and then right, that way yeah more women can get involved in STEM yeah and STEM is evolving so fast like I feel like the only STEM majors we know of are like doctor engineer but right is. now there's like genetic engineers and there's like quantum physicists so cool I think school kind of I'm not gonna say fails us but I think we should be more aware of all the different career opportunities in the STEM world because it's not just engineering Mm -hmm. and doctors there's so many different types of scientists and engineers and so many careers Yeah, like the job market is going to expand so much and they should definitely start to introduce a lot more futuristic careers right now. Like they may seem futuristic Mm -hmm. now, but I think they'll be pretty mainstream in like 10 years. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. All right. I loved this talk with you. Do you have anything more to add? Um, I do not have anything more to add. I'd love to thank you for having me. This is so much fun. I enjoyed it. Thank you for being my first podcast guest. Um, I'm so excited for future podcasts and I'll have all your socials linked down below. Thank you so much. Listeners, make sure to give her a follow on Instagram. Also, make sure to follow her on our second Instagram account called Drea Denim, where she sells customized hand-painted denim jackets and they are truly amazing. I would definitely recommend buying them. It's like mm-hmm. your own small business, right? Uh, yeah. So I started painting them for like concerts and stuff. And then I just, people started commenting on them. So I decided to start painting them for people. And Yeah. Yeah. I love seeing other girls, even youth in entrepreneurship and kind of like starting their own side hustle, which I really think is totally. so great and inspiring. It is so fun. Yeah. All right. I really love this talk. I'll see you guys next week and stay curious.